The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. Andy Rice with our heroes and zeros this evening. Good to have you back, Andy Rice. Do talk to me, please, about this bugbear that you can get an advertising campaign stopped as an individual simply with a well-written complaint. Just you, by yourself and you alone. Yeah, Bruce, uh, firstly, thank you for the welcome. Uh, It's lovely to be here. And um, you're referring to, well, there's actually been a couple of cases. The latest one concerns the um, Tiger Brands insecticide Doom, uh, which has a television commercial featuring a young man eating pizza while being bugged by a bug. And he whips out the Doom to uh, restore peace in his world. But... uh, the impression is given to some people that uh, the spraying of the doom over food or near food or even adjacent to food would be considered uh, a very stupid thing to communicate. Um, and stupidity appears to be what's, uh, what's ruling the roost here because uh, there are, uh, there's an old genre actually of, of, of stupid advice, um, which you'll find attached to brands like um, remove child before folding stroller. Or do not do not iron garment while wearing it, and uh, and others of that ilk, and, and this would be much the same. And do not spray uh, insects while you are eating pizza, and and then people made a big issue out of this. But the the significant thing, which I think you're alluding to, is the fact that only one party appears to have complained, and even that wasn't entirely about portrayal of stupidity, um, but the ability of. Uh, activist advertising um, evaluators to lodge a single complaint and perhaps on that basis find that the brand has to remove or modify its advertising is very contentious. It was the Vintage Larvae campaign, which I think is still under dispute, and then now we have this Doom one. Um, It does seem strange that the, the, the power of one person can be considered equal to what is normally the case, which is um, the average sensible, uh, responsible citizen. Uh, there are a lot more than one of those, and yet they don't seem to get their, their voice heard um, when when other parties uh, use unbelievable influence just from one one complaint. I mean, the ability, Andy. If I if I decide I'm going to undermine Andy Rice's advertising efforts, and you're running a campaign, I could get my second cousin twice removed, called Bob Jones or whoever, um, to you know come up with a plausible complaint to say I don't like Andy Rice's advert, um, because it offends my sensibilities. And in the current regime of advertising standards and how and monitoring them, I could cause quite severe disruption to you, couldn't I? You certainly could, although, of course, you do have to have some grounds. It, it, it can't well, no, just be a privilege. We can, we, can, like... we can conjure up grounds on many things, Andy. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it doesn't, I don't think it, it takes a huge amount of, of thinking. No, well, I mean, that, that's where the Advertising Regulatory Board has found itself immersed in some debate uh, over this very thing where, where one complaint can be sufficient to cause whole brand to take action and that but there's another way of avoiding it of course and that is not to put up um uh not to create campaigns that run the risk of, of a misinterpretation this way and that's why i'm actually going to choosing this particular example not just because it's an interesting debate but because 
Um, I think that the advertising agency and the client involved um, did a pretty poor job of communicating what they wanted to communicate. I, I see no reason in looking at the ad, unless I'm uh, even more stupid than I think I am, I see no, no reason to assume that there's any logic in having someone eating pizza while shooting down a mosquito with doom. I think if the campaign had been better in the first place, or if the hard work of finding a good creative solution had been, had been taken on board, then I don't think a situation would have arisen because it would have been a much more interesting and popular campaign and relevant to the brand. I think, therefore, it deserves a zero. I mean, if we're going to go, we, we usually go to heroes first, but I think let's lead it, segue straight to it uh, and say that, you know, it, it wasn't the smartest idea. Um, you know, maybe nanny state stuff to ban the advert or to withdraw, force the advert to be withdrawn, but surely they shouldn't have made it in the first place. Well, I, that, that's exactly um, the point, Bruce. You're dead right there. I think that, that, that uh, Tiger and their brand... Um, to, to, unfortunately, this week, uh, get the old uh, Zero Award, simply because the work's ultimately not very good and therefore gives too many people too much opportunity to complain. Uh, and you could, especially in the context of the, the, the crackpot churches doing spraying people in the face with doom and things, what, two, three, four, five, I don't know, time has stood still for the last 12 months, but, but several years ago, um, these lunatics spraying doom in people's faces as some part of exorcism or something, I forget exactly what the context was, um, but blatantly dangerous stuff that your product has been used for in the past, and that is out of your control, but when you do an ad campaign like this, you've really got to be thinking about, you know, a, a broad public um, who is seen your product used in a in a dangerous way before yeah i'm not quite sure that the the, the chemists and the technicians would uh, engage on this matter but i do think that um that, as i said earlier there was absolutely no reason in the narrative of the commercial to have someone doing those two things viz spraying bugs and eating pizza in a in a pretty small room by the look of it so uh it, it just boggles the mind why uh, that kind of approach would be A, approved at the strategy point and B, approved again at the execution point. Someone should have said, is this a very good ad? Does it run a risk of miscommunication? And the answer is no to the first and yes to the second. Talk to me then about your hero, please. I haven't uh, seen the so sorted campaign, but you like it. It's not actually a campaign in the, in the sense of an advertising campaign. It's a, it's a brand behavior, really, which is just, if, if not more powerful than what you say is what you do. Now, if you go back about 25 years, you'll find that um, two American academics, Joe Pine and James Gilmore, wrote a book called The Experience Economy. It's become quite a sort of central text in, in many marketing uh, libraries. And essentially, it was, a, it was an attempt to explain through a framework how brands evolve as they become more popular and how they go from being pure, unbranded commodities to ultimately something beyond um, uh, goods and services and, and even into the area of experience. An example that, that Pine and Gilmore use is coffee. And they say when it's, an, when it's just an agricultural product, at the, uh, at the in the coffee plantation stage, it's very much a commodity. It becomes it becomes goods when those commodities are in some way transferred and value added, and and the price per kilo goes up accordingly. Then everybody um, finds they're all doing that. There's this commoditization again, and, and and the brand evolves into becoming services. 
and then like like for example in coffee case it would be Starbucks rather than than just a, a jar of, of, of coffee in the, in the pantry and so it goes commodities to goods to services to experience and in each case the category gets slightly modified and what I've experienced in the trauma of moving home is that the uh, the, the, the threat of, uh, of passing out through sheer nervous terror when you address the whole issue of moving house uh, can, be, can be taken off your hands by organizations that have said, we're not just in the removals business anymore. We're not just about brawn and muscle. We're now in the, I don't know what they call it, relocation business, where they enter the category at a much earlier stage in your thinking or my thinking, and they, t- and they depart much later in the stage. So I've found these two companies so sorted and get stuff done, and the names alone tell you what they're all about, it's about this professional management of, of your affairs. And they do everything from, from the very first inkling of, of needing to, to get some help with the move right through to the point where uh, they even lay out all of, all of the, the, the clothes in your wardrobe and pack the books away in your shelves. You really could, as they say, go away for a month and come back to a, a familiar house at a different address. Now, I think that that kind of, that kind of creativity uh, is what we need, in, in, in not just in the marketing world, because this is business creativity as well as um, communication creativity. And I think by, by saying, what does the market really want? more than a truck and a, and a few strong people, the market wants someone to take the stress away. So it's, a, it's an emotional reward, an attitudinal reward, not just a, a physical dump the goods at the doorstep and, and disappear. You've survived, Andy. Well done. You've survived. <laughs> it's hell. It's hell, moving house. Um, but well done, Andy. Thank you very much. Branding and advertising expert Andy Rice. Uh, hero goes to so sorted. Um, zero to doom. And the whole discussion around opening yourself up to finding your adverts cancelled, I think that's the term, uh, because one person or a small group of people takes offence to the idea. But if the idea was bad in the first place, maybe they've done you a favour.